0: Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast on the Landry Football Podcast Network. And as we talked about yesterday, when we dropped the podcast, we actually, due to scheduling, talked about the trade trade discussions heating up. And as it dropped, it actually dropped after the Aaron Rodgers trade was official. So didn't have a chance to jump yesterday to talk and break down the Aaron Rodgers trade. Going to do that right now. We did mention yesterday the stickling point. So, and and we're going to get into kind of who made out and who did what and the pros and cons of both. We're going to get into that. But a reminder about LandryFootball.com, getting you ready for this week's draft, um, as well as everything in the NFL, in college football, from a coaching, scouting, front office perspective, LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the scouting season offer today that we have. Also, uh, and you can try it out for a month or six months, whatever is your pleasure. If you feel like, well, I want to get it for the draft and we'll see. I want to get it for the offseason and get ready for the season. You got those options. So check it out at LandryFootball.com. Subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network wherever you get your podcasts uh, and uh, spread the word, if you would. So we talked about what the sticking point was with the Jets and the Packers trade, talked with Aaron Rodgers. They kind of, because of draft meetings or what have you, and others, it it kind of slipped a little bit. Now that people have kind of finished their draft meetings, and the meetings, you always try to do that to where you leave a few days to just do a little tidying up, and there's a lot of downtime. Well, downtime leads to, you know, that and the sense of urgency about getting a deal done for at least one, if not both, of the teams Deadline Spurs movement. So they got back on track on Friday, I'd mentioned. um, And then over the weekend, spent some time and then finally got the deal done on Monday. So the Jets acquired Aaron Rodgers for pick 13, a 2023 second round pick number 42, which we tell you, the 42nd and the 43rd picks, which the Jets had, that's what the Packers wanted. They got it. That's that's what the Packers were holding out for, is what the Jets were resistant to giving up. Um, and they gave it up in the end. They also got a six-round pick and a conditional 2024 second round pick that becomes a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays. The Jets also get pick 15. So basically, they flip picks in the uh, in the first round. So basically it's just a little bit of a, uh, of a bump in terms of where you pick and also get a fifth round pick in 23. So who won it? Well, folks, we're going to figure that out in the end. Cause if you're looking at the trade, the Packers got what they wanted in the trade. They're moving on from Aaron Rodgers. We've discussed why, and you know, kind of he hit his ceiling and was not, not on board with, being the team leader and and working as hard as they needed to do in Green Bay. So Green Bay was done with them, and they're moving on with Jordan Love. Now, whether that is going to be proved to be the right decision or not, uh, time will tell on that. But in terms of once you get past the point of, well, they're moving on from them, who gets the best deal in this? Well, Green Bay got what they wanted out of it, and they held to it. And as I said yesterday, their stance was: if you don't give us that forty-second pick, then we'll just wait. We'll do the deal in June first. Uh, if I don't, if we don't get what we want, then we'll just wait to the end of June. And you know, we benefit at the end of June by—I mean, we prefer to have your picks in this draft so we can utilize it. But if you're not going to give us what we want, we'll do it after June 1st, and we're going to save a lot much more, a lot more cap room. And it's not good for you, meaning the Jets, because now you delay Aaron Rodgers being able to report. Which I mentioned yesterday and questioned whether is Aaron Rodgers going to be on board with off-season programs. Well, as you might expect, and I do believe that this was likely going to be the case, but you never know with Aaron Rodgers. Yes, he wants to get there and, and and do all those things and be part of the offseason program, things that, quite frankly, Nate didn't do in Green Bay. He's going to want to prove people wrong, and he's going to want to make this right. And um, I haven't seen the language. I've heard rumors, but I'm not going to repeat them. The language of the contract, meaning how much does Green Bay have to bite off? How much does the Jets take over? That is still to be figured out. Reporting is one thing. You don't know for certain until you see the paragraph five. So when it officially goes through the league office, then I'll know for sure what is the case. I don't, as you know, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to the details reporting because it's about 75 to 80% inaccurate information. So I don't bother with it. So the, the, the Packers got everything they wanted in the deal. So definitely a win there. Now, if Aaron Rodgers goes on and plays great for the Jets, really good team, and they have an outstanding season, stay healthy, and Aaron Rodgers is, you know, what they had hoped. Well, then, um, the Jets might be in the same conversation with the Bills and the Bengals and certain, maybe even the Chiefs amongst the best teams in the AFC. And wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be interesting in the AFC East with a Dolphins team that's trying to make strides? Patriots team that you never can count out with Bill Belichick, but a Bills Jets roster that looks clearly the two best in the AFC East. <coughs> Excuse me. Um if he goes on and has great success, well then, I mean, the Jets heck, they they got him for a steal if they if they end they end up winning something with it. The issue that we're, we're not going to know on evaluating this deal is how long does he play? Look, Aaron Rodgers could play five more years. And he could be make the Jets a contender, you know, strong contender for five years. And, and as I said, be amongst those teams that are the elite in the AFC for five years. Or he might call it quits after this year. It's going to be a year-to-year proposition with him. My guess is that he's going to be there for at least two years. I don't know that it's a guess. But I would imagine that he's going to stay a little committed to doing that. Uh, a, if they don't quite reach the Super Bowl, he's probably going to, and they make strides, he's probably going to want to come back um, and, and try again. Maybe even try a third year. If he does win it, he's probably not going to want to walk away. He'd probably want to see if he can win a, another one. So <clears throat> we'll see how it plays out. Ironic that Brett Favre left for the Jets and now Aaron Rodgers is leaving. For the Jets. Um, the fact that Aaron is, it's a good sign that Aaron wants to be with his teammates in the offseason program. And by the way, let me address this. I get this a lot. You see the media. Well, it doesn't matter for him. I mean, he knows that offense. Why does he need to be there? It's ignorance when people say that. It is not about him being there for him. It's about him being there for his team. How is the young receivers going to learn the offense and develop the rapport with him, the protections, everything, how they do it, all the checks? How are you going to be seamless with that if you don't spend the extra time? You know, if he had done that in Green Bay, he could have been, who knows? By week 12, that receiving core, that young receiving core of the Packers that got so much criticism started to play really good. Why? They had lots of practice during the season and 12 games to do it. Imagine if Aaron Rodgers, instead of doing all the offseason stuff and not reporting, imagine if he had shown up and worked with his young teammates and groomed them like a Tom Brady and Peyton Manning have done. He might have had more success in Green Bay. He was not interested in doing that. Um, That's the difference is what that means for the teammates so apparently he's on board in doing that with the Jets. something he was not willing to do certainly in the green bay time will tell i think it's a fair compromise the packers get a first round pick the jets have reasonable protection from it i think it's a pretty good deal uh if you look at the jets they were a playoff team last year except for the quarterback now if you can get some breaks health wise It's a good team. Um, Maybe they get some answers as, you know, in the second, the next wave of free agency and in the draft on the offensive line. Um, Wow. A good team with him at quarterback could make a huge difference. Um, Is he going to be the type of leader? Is he going to be the type of guy that is, you know, again, last year? with the Packers, he not only didn't work with these young receivers, he's the guy sitting there in front of the locker room, giving press conferences, you know, critiquing all the young receivers. And everybody said, well, they're not not doing anything to help them. If you get your ass in there and work with the young receivers, instead of critiquing them to the media, maybe you get something done. So if he can take that step and become a leader with um, the Jets, to be different. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think that if you look at how this Jets team, they're confident. They believed all along they were going to get them. Um, you know, now, the, the the talk stalled because the Jets started adding for protections on future pitch picks in case Rodgers decided to retire after 23. But uh, talks around the Jets sending a second-round pick in the 23 and the 24 draft. In the end, the Jets had to trade their first-round pick. And no one felt that was going to take place. But the Packers, I thought, did the better job of negotiating here because they had the leverage. They had the player. They had the player that the Jets wanted. And you hear all this, well, they got the leverage. You hear, I think it was Joe Banner at Knucklehead talking about how the Jets had all the leverage. Why he's not doesn't work or doesn't even work or consult in the league anymore? It's dumb. The team that has the leverage is the team that has the player that the other team wants. Now, to get as much as they got for him, that shows what a great job they did, Brian Gudekunst did, in getting good enough compensation to move on for him. Now, in the end, the Jets have a better team. So when you look back at a year or two from now, I think the Jets are going to win more games and are going to go further in the playoffs than the Packers. So down the road, you're going to look at it and not worry about what it costs to get this guy or that guy. What you're going to see is, hey, the Jets made the AFC Championship. Hey, the Jets went to the Super Bowl for the first time since Super Bowl three, Or they won whatever the case may be. You're going to look at that. You're not going to worry about the compensation. But right now, I think that um, the Packers got, uh, uh, without question, everything they needed once they decided to move on from them. Uh, they have surrounded Rodgers in, in New York with uh, Nathaniel Hackett, Alan Lazard, Tim Boyle, those guys that, that were close to him that they brought in. So they're doing things to make it a, 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 a mini Now, the Jets, if they don't make the playoffs, they don't become, you know, they struggle. This is going to gut their, you know, their good potential. Look, it's no question they would have. Imagine if they would have taken a quarterback in the draft that was of the ilk of Mahomes or Allen or Trevor Lawrence or Joe Burrow, that the Jets would be what those teams are. The Jets now are on a clock to try to take advantage of the roster while Aaron Rodgers. Is got whatever time he's got left one, two, three years, whatever it, it's going to be. And is Aaron going to be as committed each and every offseason to doing what he needs to do? Um, it's a good defense, special teams. Now they've got their quarterback. Let's see how it meshes. Let's see if Aaron becomes the leader. Let's see if he becomes the leader in the offseason next year. If he comes back, <clears throat> you know, um, again. It's going to have to be a different Aaron Rodgers. Not talent-wise, but attitude-wise. And we'll see if he can do that. Uh, you got Garrett Wilson to throw to. Uh, A lot of potential there. Offensive line still needs some work in New York. As for the Packers, they're giving Jordan Love the keys. They love him. they got confidence in in him. They believe he's the future, and they believe the future is now. They traded up to draft him out of Utah State in 20. And they think he's ready. Um, There's a good chance they're going to rely more on being a well-rounded team. I think the Packers, while having Rodgers gave them a chance, they never advanced. Why? Because they basically catered to Aaron Rodgers. What they need to do is they need to build a good defense, build a good running game, and continue to work and develop Jordan Love. This is a case where, clearly, Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback. But for the Packers, what does that really mean? If you're not going anywhere with Aaron Rodgers, you can't even win a game to get into the playoffs at the end of the year with Aaron Rodgers, Are you really worse off. In their situation, I think, they have just reached the end of the line with Aaron Rodgers, and he with them. So you move on, and you see where it goes. Um Green Bay's won 13 game in each of the floor's first three seasons, but fell short of reaching the Super Bowl each time. In 22, they did not make the playoffs. They went eight and nine. And and that's where I thought the regression and the attitude and <clears throat> the problems with Aaron started to stem from. He felt he was bigger than the organization. He felt he was a spokesman for the organization. Uh it'll be interesting to see because he comes in new york as the big cheese but he hasn't been with the organization how long does it take him before he thinks he is the the spokesman for the jets <laughs> or does he humble himself imagine that a little more where he handles it a little differently so um we'll see mvp calendar no question Jets defense allowed the fourth fewest points per game at 18.6 yards per game at 311, but they struggled to score points. 17.4 points per game ranked 29. Young playmakers. Let's remember, Brees Hall is back and hopefully can return to the form where he was the key player in their offense before he got hurt last year. Garrett Wilson, as I mentioned, has been outstanding. And look, they didn't play. they, they made a competitive run with Mike White and, and, you know, a quarterback. So this certainly gives them a really good chance to um, to make some noise, and we'll see how both of these teams, um, you know, go forward with this trade. Uh, but that's a look at least how it looks now and some of the things that took place behind the scenes on it. Um, we remind you to get more details on this trade, other trades that we think are coming as well as other information over at LandryFootball.com. So take advantage of our scouting season offer today. Um, It's the best deal we've got going get you ready for the draft, the the remainder of free agency, the off season, prepared for the season, the previews, college football, you name it, we got it. LandryFootball.com. One-stop shopping. Try it out for a month, six months, or take advantage of our scouting season offer, which is the best one that we have going a full 12 months. Also, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss any of our football shows. Back with more uh, on next podcast. But for now, we bid you a good day.